Hello and welcome to the Switch It podcast, where feeling a bit groggy and unable to deliver coherent sentences is pretty much par for the course. <laughs> yes, we're here to look back on a contest that left a couple of Australia batsmen seeing stars and everyone else seeing a star in the making, as Jofra Archer's debut turned a damp Lord's test into must-watch TV, with a performance so fast and furious it pretty much broke through the paywall. I'm joined in the studio by Mark Butcher and Osman Semiudin, one of whom knows what it feels like to be bounced at 90 miles an hour. <laughs> um, first things first, uh, breaking news out of Headingley is that Stephen Smith has been ruled out of the third test due to the after effects of his concussion. Uh, we're going to get into uh, the discussion of all that pretty uh, soon enough. But Butch, first things uh, first, has Joffre Archer just turned the ashes? Not off. Um <laughs> You know, I, I wish I could sound surprised about about what he has done, uh, but I'm not. I'm not surprised in the slightest. Um, you know, go figure. A, a guy who can who can hit sort of 96, 97 miles per hour, seemingly bowl um, spells longer than anything that ever came out of Hogwarts, um, and <laughs> you know, and, and, and get the ball to nice bounce. Alarming. Thanks. That just came to me. It's as if by magic. Hey, what And and get the ball to bounce so steeply from from much closer to the to the batsman than is sort of polite. Um, is you know, it's unlikely that he wasn't going to have an effect. Um, the the thing that I'm most concerned about for him is whether or not. You know, if he's going to bowl half of England's overs, how many Test matches you're going to be able to see him and enjoy him for? Uh, that's going to be the most uh, the most pressing thing. But yeah, what an extraordinary debut! I mean, if if you literally if you've been beamed in from another planet and had never seen, uh, or maybe you know, or maybe <laughs> or maybe you're just a cricket fan. If you if you if you've not seen or heard anything same, same from uh, from um, from Joffrey Archer uh, before, you'd have thought that he was perhaps playing his fiftieth or sixtieth. Test match and not his first. Um, it was just so, he just took everything in his stride. There were no nerves. There was no discernible sort of um, lack of confidence. I mean, I, and, and I suppose if you look at it um, sensibly, a bloke who's just won a World Cup final bowling a super over is kind of unlikely to be daunted at the idea of having to bowl in the dark um, <laughs> with a with a red ball and a huge seam on it. Um, I suppose, but even so, it was still it was incredibly impressive. And he, he literally had um, the four houses at Lords on the days where there was play in the palm of his hand through the whole lot of it. Um, Osman, we're already talking about one of the great debuts. Um, even though the scorecard <laughs> says his contribution amounted to uh, forty-three overs, forty-four overs, thirteen maidens, five for ninety-one. <laughs> sounds it sounds ordinary, doesn't it? Plus a dozen with a bat, maybe. Exactly, it sounds, I mean, sounds ordinary. Like 40, but, look, but forty-four yeah, overs, yeah, most of, of which the deliveries were in the in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. And absolutely. he only went for ninety-one. I mean, he's going just over two and over yeah, yeah. for a quick bowler bowling that amount. I mean, that's just well, there, nonsense. Was there, was there a little bit of not criticism, but was there a little bit of questioning about his first first spell in the test where maybe he didn't play the bats, make the batsman play often enough? I think that there was something about that. Yeah, wasn't uh, it? Uh, it, was a, it was certainly a talking point uh, that initially. Um, that first day that he might have wasted the new the, ball the a evening bit. of the Thursday yeah. and then and walk should and have been back. Ball, we, we've sat we've sat here in, in various um, switches over the over the years and criticised Anderson and Broad for doing the same. So yeah. I mean, yeah. he, he, we may be able to forgive him for that <laughs> a little bit. Maybe. <laughs> but no, that that spell, um, you know, that that spell uh, on the third day, wasn't it? 
Um, Saturday afternoon. Saturday afternoon was mm. the one, and it was just an insane. Yeah, the thing is, day like, four by that point. <laughs> well, you know, you, you you remember all these stories about kind of you know, ferocious spells that you you've heard about in the past, with holding to boycott that over. That was only an over, really. But you know, Wasim Akram to to Steve Warrett Pindi. I always heard about back in 94 it was a dead pitch but he just you know and War says it's one of the fastest spells that he's faced mm-hmm. and that's Steve War saying that about someone and you you and when you watch this you kind of you you understand why people get so excited and why people remember this this is the kind of spell that people will remember now forever mm-hmm. and you know even people who didn't see it will use it as a reference point that it was that spell that Archibald Smith you know that those three or four overs that he bowled he was just he was brutal he was absolute and and the thing I'm sure we'll discuss this more, and Butch will probably be better on this, is his bouncer is, you know, a lot of guys bowl a lot of bouncers. Um, but there's just something about his bouncer, whether it's the length that it kicks up from, um, the accuracy certainly, I think, is one thing. Mm. It's just on a different planet, this bouncer. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's the length. He gets yeah. he gets away with it being with, with it being a good two and a half to three feet closer to you. Yeah. For the same height. I mean, that's, and there's, that's, there's the issue. He was aided and abetted by, again, a, a surface that was, that was two paced and at two paced and a little bit up and down. You were mm. never quite sure, um, as to the height of, of, of the short ball, mm. Mm. <laughs> even the full ball actually at times. Yeah. Just ask Tim Payne <laughs> on, on the first day. But I mean, you know, having said that in test matches, sort of pitches that, that, that are a little bit, um, indeterminate in terms of what they're going to give you. Are, are excusable, I think, you know, in, in test matches because, you know, the game is about taking, taking no, those five pitches. I'm, I'm not, I'm not very keen on them in one day games. I'm not very keen on pitches that change over the, co- over the course of a really, hundred overs. That's a surprise that to hear surprising? you say that. But. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, in test matches, it's not such a, it's not such a big deal. I, I do, you know, I do wonder whether or not the groundsman w- w- would have wanted it to be like that. I'm sure he didn't. <laughs> yeah. But that's how yeah. it was. And yeah. thankfully it was like that because yeah. otherwise yeah. losing all that time in the game, you wouldn't have had anywhere near the drama that we had. Mm. Um, but having said that, again, if you, if you, is a batsman, you're facing somebody, the worst pitches to face quick bowling on were always ones where the, where the bounce was low because, mm. you know, quick, quick bouncy pitches, etc., or decent pace, decent carry pitches, you're pretty sure that you can either get underneath or sway. You can trust the bounce. You can to trust it to go yeah, over yeah. your head or to, to take it on in the hook shot mm. and stuff. When you're not sure, when you think you could, you could duck and the thing could hit you if your, if your head is stump high, then you've got real problems. Mm. Um, and that was exploited absolutely brilliantly. But I mean, it's glad you mentioned that spell because, He'd already bowled virtually all of the overs mm. in the first session of that game and then produced the and fastest spell of the spell, game. Yeah. I mean, extraordinary. The, the stamina on the kid is unbelievable. It's insane. He didn't look tired at the uh, end no. of it either. And I just, I mean, he posted something on, uh, on his, on the Joffrey Darmus account. <laughs> getting up. Um, of him, get, yeah, getting up with a Zimmer frame from his <laughs> sofa. And I hope that's not the cut. But, but you know, again, I remember thinking on the Saturday, um, I was sat there wa- watching that spell. Well, watch the, the first morning session. I'm thinking to myself, England have got a really good chance of winning this game mm. here. But, but if they if if they do if they can win it then this kid's going to have to he's going to bowl all the overs on Saturday and then he's got to do it again tomorrow again to be and I'm out. thinking to myself this is madness you know you've got a left arm spinner who can who can contain mm. for you at one end you've got mm. the king of lords in in Chris Wokes barely doing anything are we gonna are we gonna just and you've got a guy who's this? got over 400 tests for and a guy who's got over 400. <laughs> are we him. gonna just slaughter this slaughter this guy um so it'd be very very interesting to see how he backs it up on uh, on thursday <coughs> um uh, incidentally i i think his name is pronounced in the australia dressing room joffra ah <laughs> um <laughs> we, we've we've seen um, we've seen him lead the way for england uh, with the ball at the world cup 
uh, closed out victory in a super over in some of the most mm. dramatic circumstances imaginable in the final. Um, and then he said before Lords that Red Bull was his favourite format. Um, you can't argue well, with well, him. No, I mean, I'm ge- and I'm guessing, I'm guessing, you know, that one of the things that you are denied as a, as a cricket fan um, is the fact that you can only bowl 10 in a, in a, in a 50 over no, game or 4 in a T20 game. No. Um, you know, he can bowl, well, and, I mean, he <coughs> might be able to bowl 100 overs in a test match if he carries on the and way that he goes. And sometimes cranking it up to sort of 96 miles an hour doesn't help you uh, well, not concede you know, runs in, in a one-day game. You know, Smith was top-edging hooks over the keeper. and mm. you know, the, the, I think that spell, that uh, the key spell, uh, was something like eight overs to 31 and yeah, one wicket. One wicket, yeah. Which, yeah. again, uh, the analysis is yeah, I mean, in lacking the, in, somewhat. In the context of, of, of what he did overall, yeah, it was you know, a, he's going at nearly four and over during that spell. Yeah, during that spell. Miller said something really interesting, I think, about how Root wasn't sure of how to handle Archer and I'm thinking there's probably not many I mean in this team how many would have played a, a red ball game with Archer before how many would know what he's capable of because Alongside if you get him, something uh, well, if you get something or against him very few as honest. amazing as him you're like a kid in a candy shop aren't you? you're like yeah. oh my god this guy's got all the tricks he's got it everything is, it's literally you've unwrapped the best toy yeah. ever at Christmas time and you don't let it go until and it's difficult March. to kind of yeah. you know for Root I feel for Joe Root because <laughs> no, no. you know why wouldn't he have bowled a third of England's overs by that stage I, because I he was so that. good right I agree with you but you know yeah absolutely no no I see yeah. I see the point you're making you, so, so, the be- so the best thing that happened and this is this is very boring for everybody at home now but the best <laughs> thing that happened was Jack, Jack Leach bowling the way that he did in the fine Linux because yeah. hopefully that Joe has now said ah okay this is cool yeah. now I've got I've got Fair point. I can lock away and end now with this guy you know I can trust him to bowl me spells I can trust him to keep things tight I can also you know rely on him to take wickets when it's turning mm. and so mm. hopefully a little light's gone off in Joe's head that says okay it's fine we can, you know, we can use this guy yeah. in a way, you know, so we don't have to give Joffre the donkey overs. And let's face England have got a four-man pace attack, for crying out loud. I mean, there were some idiots talking about playing Curran as well. You've had five, <laughs> five seam bowls. How many do you I need, mean, I mean, it. How many, need, how many yeah. do you need to be standing on the fence at third man, scratching <laughs> scratching patterns in the in the outfield? You know, look, it's it's all good. All, all rounders are the, are the way... Uh, yeah, but, you know, well, you know, total yeah, cricket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cur- will be back three before this, the end of the series. Having a row with Miller about this before <laughs> they went to the West Indies and then sort of looking at him after the first test and going, "Really? You still think that, dear?" <laughs> and now they've got Moin Ali's medium pace options, haven't they? Well, well <laughs> yes. Well, Jofra can bowl left arm spin. Yeah, he too. can left arm seam yeah. and left arm spin. <laughs> um, I mean, there are echoes of, of 2005 here as well, but with the, uh, obviously in this case. Uh, England went down fairly meekly at, at Edgbaston in the end, mm. but well, they um, went down by a Smith. They went down by a Smith. Mm. Um, but 2005, Harmison hitting mm. Ponting, hitting Langer, you know, drawing blood. Those sort of iconic that aggression that England yeah. played with, and now they appear to have a bowler that can can do that again. Well, that's interesting. You mentioned that because there, you know lots of people talking about other spells and other bowlers <laughs> and sort of intimidating bowlers. Steve Harmison was as intimidating as they mm. came. And you put him in, in conjunction with, with Andrew Flintoff for a time there. And you had two guys who were hitting people on the head for fun. Um, yeah. the, the, the West Indies tour 2004. I don't remember. Lara, Lara, yeah. yeah, I was there. I was, I had my arm in ice. I'd been beaten, beaten up by, um, by Tino and Fidel, um, <laughs> on another up and down one. Um, but anyway, the, 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 that seems to have sort of like passed into, into ancient history, but, 
Brian Lara himself said, he said, I have never playing, you know, playing, playing in test cricket. I said, I played in teams where we did it to other people, mm. but I've never as a West Indian at home, you know, has seen so many batters getting hit. He said, I'm, I'm waking up in the middle of the night and I'm seeing pepper is, is the other words that he used, you know. Well. <laughs> so that, that sort of thing, it gets, and, it, and it gets forgetting, in. Simon Jones was in that attack. He was probably the quickest of the lot, wasn't yeah, he? But, but he consistently. Used, he used to sort of, but like, he was skittier, wasn't he? He was going he was skittier, for your yeah, shins yeah, instead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, but so, so th- this whole thing gets into the, into the psyche of the opposition. Mm. Um, but you're, you're quite right. I mean, Steve's opening salvo in that in that Lords <coughs> Test match back in 2005 no, absolutely no. scared the pants out of the, the Australian balcony. Um, and you know, suddenly you feel like you, the, the game is being played on an equal footing, mm. particularly as batters, because what you what that does for you as a batting lineup is is it goes okay, this might be tricky. This, these guys might have a terrific bowling attack, but we know if we take a few blows or whatever it might be and chisel two sixty, two seventy, two eighty, we are in the game. Whereas in, in times past, when you don't have that sort of thing in your armory, you're thinking we need to make four hundred. Mm. They've got bloody Warren, yeah. Lee, and McGrath and Gillespie and stuff. We're probably not getting four hundred. We're screwed. You know, that's it's mm. a really yeah. different mindset to, to walk to the crease with. Um, and England now, you know. With a, with a fit Joffre Archer, with no Steve Smith in the opposition, they've got to be saying to themselves as a batting lineup, we get as many as we can, doesn't matter how long it takes. Yeah. We've got to yeah. give these guys, number one, enough time, enough runs on the board. Number two, enough time in the dressing room to get their feet up mm. so that they can come out and knock the opposition over. And when you have, when you know that as a batting lineup, all of a sudden, you make 40, 50, 60, 70 more runs as a unit than you might have done otherwise. It's really interesting. It's psychologically, it's just a, it's a, it's a totally different place to be in as a, as a batting unit. Um, at one point, uh, Archer versus Smith. At one point, there was a lot of <coughs> fun to be had um, discussing Stephen Smith's uh, lightsaber leaves. Um, <laughs> I mean, Archer's intervention was a bit like that scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark, where the guy does a load of fancy swishes with his sword, <laughs> and Indiana Jones exactly watches for a bit and then just shoots him. Just shoots him, yeah, um, yeah. It was visceral, <laughs> compelling, but it was potentially life-threatening, Oz. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, and now, I mean, we say life-threatening now in the aftermath of Phil Hughes, you know, but if if Phil Hughes hadn't happened, we'd still be looking at it probably in, in much the same way we've always looked at bouncers, is that you, you man up to a bouncer, you get hit, and you maybe play on if you're feeling okay, you play on. Um, and it's if you're feeling okay, you play on. But, you know, now, now with what happened to, to Hughes, everything is looked at differently. You know, the, the, and, and not just that it happened, but the fact that it was in this day and age where we can watch it. You know, people saw that footage online. Um, people saw it wherever you were. And that, like, leaves just a different, you know, reality in your head once you've seen it. Um, I, I, you know, and, and Butch will, 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 will weigh in on, on the concussion debate, but I, I think it's something, for me at least, that it, it's something best left up to the doctors. Um, I, I really don't know the medical of how concussion works, how it takes place, how long it takes. I, I got concussed once when I hit a door when I was like seven. And I know that I spent the rest of the day throwing up and being very sleepy. Um, and I had a big bump on my head. It wasn't cricket, but you know, it was concussion. That's what my uncle told me, who's a doctor. Um, so I, I, I don't really know. I think it's, it's a gray area that's probably best handled by doctors um and what they say but there's it's again <laughs> as tends to be the case with cricket it's becoming a very emotive kind of issue so there'll be people shouting and screaming on one side saying no he should not be playing he should never be playing again and there'll be butch on one side who'll probably explain very nicely that you know maybe well, well maybe it's <coughs> a little different i don't know you have been smith clearly so. wanted to go back out and back yeah. did go back out and yes back, yeah and uh didn't quite get to what would have been a extraordinary third consecutive mm. hundred in the series <laughs> um 
he looked a little bit um, discombobulated. Perhaps he, mm. he tried to whack a few to get get to that milestone, yeah. and then left a straight one from. Chris Wokes, mm. perhaps the biggest misjudgment that uh, the, the biggest telltale signing wasn't um, quite on it, but he was allowed to go back out. And then the next day, he was removed from the game. Should he be allowed to bat? But should he have been removed from the game at all? This is a new concussion yeah. protocol from the ICC, and and this was the first time it's ever been Im- no. implemented I, in a game. Thing is, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a doctor. I don't know. I don't know what his symptoms were in the dressing room. Mm. I don't know what his symptoms are today. Uh, that has led to him being moved, left out of a game or taken out of a game. Australia that doesn't at the start. Time he passed all those tests um, yeah. until Thursday. Yeah, yeah because impacts, I, but yeah. what I do know is is that concussion can can manifest itself. Um, you know, after after a, a period of time, can't yeah. it? That's that's kind of the reason why they why they're very cautious in the beginning is because you might not show any any symptoms, any signs of it, but then the next day or two days later, you can do. Um, so look, that's as Oz says quite rightly, best left up to the best left up to the doctors. I, it just kind of, I suppose, having sort of played played through it. Mm. And my old man played through it, you know, back without helmets and things in the early seventies. People, people getting hit in the eighties and well, every, people have always been hit. Mm. Um, and the, the protective equipment now is better than it ever was. All that kind of stuff. Um, I, I feel, I don't know. I, I feel slightly. I feel as though the the, the the fans of the game, Steve Smith himself, Australia, Australian cricket, are kind of being robbed of. Um, the opportunity to put their best side out on the park. Um, now, listen, I'm sit, sat here in Hammersmith. Steve Smith might be in his hotel room no. vomiting all over the place and being very, very ill, right? Like he's just walked into a door. And, and have no, um, you know, and, and, and be in no fit state to, to continue. All right. He also might be absolutely spewing at the fact that, mm. that, that a no. protocol has taken him out of a test match that he desperately wants to play in and feels that he's fit enough to play in. Um, and so that's the situa- situation we're in. Um, I mean, would you, you, you remember, we were just talking before this, mm. we started and, you know, you, you got hit by Tino Best. You remember getting hit by Tino Best yeah. once on that tour? I got, or, or I got hit. Would you have preferred to have some, have had the kind of medical advice on the test that they now have? Hell no. No? Okay. No, 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 no. I was, listen, a, if you, a, a nice if you get and back a, to, and a, and a bath. get back to your feet and, you know, you're not, you've not got dicky birds tweeting around your head and you no. can see straight, you get, you just take guard and go again. I mean, the only time, the only time I left the field, um, after being hit on the head was this, this glorious scar that I have over my, over my right eye, um, where, uh, Matt Nicholson hit me at, at Perth, um, on the 98-99 tour. Wow. He hit everybody actually that day. There was blood everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, it just went straight through the, the gap in my grill. I used Oof. to have the grill sort of like a, you know, the width, the width yeah. that wouldn't be allowed now. Yeah. Um, and the ball went straight through, hit me there and sort of tore, tore open my forehead. So you could actually see the plate behind, you know. Ah. So Thanks. I had to go off and have <coughs> stitches put in and whatever. Terminator like Android. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately not. Um, and you know, I spent the next two or three days in a darkened room, not because not because of concussion, but because I was embarrassed because I made a ter- I made a really bad mistake, kind of didn't you know, and just didn't really want to face the world mm. afterwards. Um, I, and I'm pretty sure I had a headache and all the rest of it too. But I didn't <laughs> no. really that wasn't that that to that was me the wasn't the issue. Reason, yeah. And it was a warm up game, so there wasn't any you know, no one was telling me to get back out the door and play. But yeah, I mean, the, 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 that 2004 Steve Armisen took seven for twelve on that deck. It was a, it was rapid and, and up and down, and mm. Tino and, and um, 
and uh, and Fidel both yeah. seriously quickly. There, were, yeah, there was there was pepper everywhere. Yeah. Both got hit. Or, you know, NASA and I put 150 or something, which was worth which was worth plenty more than I would have scored mm. elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we wore a lot. And I remember he hit me just the ball before we got taken off for bad light. Just a massive dong on the side of the head. <laughs> um, and I, can't, I, I sort of stayed on my feet and I'm kind of wandering off and I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, 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 this isn't good. Someone um, stopped the ringing. So we had, yeah. So it was literally had the sort of like the kettle going off in my ears. So we sat down in the dressing wow. room for a bit. I didn't, I didn't tell anybody because I was kind of like, well, I need to go back out there again. So I sort of sat there and I'm feeling I got a headache and all the rest of it, but went back out and and played okay. with the same helmet on. You know, again, that was they didn't they used to swap them over. So that that had a massive hairline crack in it when I looked at it later <laughs> on in the day. Um, you know, just dangerous nonsense i suppose and what i'm not what i'm not saying here is oh the macho thing to do is you just get out there and play all i'm saying was is it kind of it didn't really occur to you that unless there was some good reason like you couldn't see straight or whatever it was that you would just go back out there and play Um, guys have obviously been hit way before that and yeah i mean you think of the the pictures of the pictures of the um, andy lloyd gary gilmore who who batted rick mccosker broke his his jaw had his his head taped up was it you and chatfield who almost died on the field yes swallowed his tongue after he got hit i mean you know all of this is making pretty good case for uh for the for the protocol yeah for the protocol to be in place really yeah i think like i say you know he'll hughes has i think opened up this new reality his his passing and also you know cricket's kind of constantly catching up with other sports so mm-hmm. these kind of protocols are there yep. in the nfl and rugby i think has yeah. although mm-hmm. there's there's a case to be made in rugby that players pass in-game tests don't they and they continue yes and the symptoms emerge well, later I, there, on. Was, there was that there was that incredible i mean was it george north who's the the um is he a central the, the wales winger for, for <clears> wales <throat> mm. And he'd had he'd he'd been off three or four times in in the space, a very short space of time for yeah. for concussion. Yeah, yeah. I remember him getting absolutely knocked stone cold on on the field, and sort of he was when he, they did get him up, he was staggering around all over the place. And they brought him back out on the pitch again, and they'd the protocol was on then. And you're just thinking this is crazy, <laughs> you know. And I suppose I remember having a, a sort of debate, you know, debate in the inverted commas with somebody about the, about boxing, you know. Yeah. Um, and about them, you know, immediately you say, oh, well, you know, box, you know boxing's kind of, mm. it's a bit brutal. If people are going to be taken off a concussion, it's the entire point of boxing, oh, boxing is to cause, yeah, yeah, is yeah. to cause that. So, oh, yeah, but what about, what about fast bowlers bowling bouncers? say, well, it's not the, the point of the game is to get the batsman out. The bouncer is, is something that is completely and utterly within your rights to use. Yeah, but it is not yeah. the intention of the bowler yeah, to knock absolutely. the batsman out. That, that is a byproduct of something that is, that's perfectly legitimate. Mm. Is that you're trying to compare that with something where the entire point it's to knock somebody, to knock somebody so yeah. Cold, yeah. <laughs> See, these things are not comparable. Cricket and boxing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, interesting, but, but, when, when Smith did go back out, um, Joffre Archer started warming up again. And, you know, yeah, yeah, quite right. gonna, we're going to go back down that road. Of course they were. Of course they were. And um, <laughs> it's, 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 again, it's, incred- it's entirely legitimate. I mean, it's two things about the Test match, right? Number one, morons <laughs> booing Steve Smith when he came back out again, like the second time. I mean, just what what is wrong with people? Seriously? Uh, yeah. 
you know, have a have a really really good look at yourselves in the mirror, and then perhaps you know lock yourself in a room for about a, a month. Um, it's just ridiculous stuff. Number two, people sort of in some way je- blaming Joffre Archer for being some sort of no, cold hearted no, no, killer for doing that. what he did. No, absolutely. Again, just as moronic, just just as much no. nonsense. The thing thing with the game is, and it's much better for having people who can bowl very quickly in it, is that it's dangerous. The ball is hard. You know, it's kind of yeah. it's kind of what yeah. makes the game the game. There is a risk it's, always. It's, yes. Yeah. It's what separates the game from the village green to the test match arena. This is the whole point. You know, the whole point is is that it's that it can be dangerous and that your heart rate goes up to 200 and you're sweating bullets because yeah, no. some guy is <laughs> throwing a missile at you at very, very high velocity. You remember, you remember when Mitchell Johnson pinged Virat Kohli, um, the first ball Kohli faced, I think, in that 2014 series, just after Phil Hughes' death. Right on the badge, wasn't it? And then he didn't bowl a bouncer at him, or I think any bouncer after that, for a while. So, you know, just thinking of you saying Archer warming up when Smith came out again, it would have I'm sure Archer would have probably bowled as, as he was before, you know, because he, he wants to get a wicket. And, mm. and that bouncer was a good way, as good a way of getting a wicket of Steve Smith as anything has, has shown up in the series. Mm. You know, some of those top edges were, weren't in control or whatever. But it would have been interesting to see how he would have gone about it, given, you know, Mitchell Johnson basically gave up on the bouncer after he pinged Kohli just once in that, mm. in that 2014 series. Yeah, I remember that too. I mean, the thing, <clears throat> I mean, look, the reaction of, of the Australian players or any Australian bowler post Phil Hughes, um, is entirely understandable. Yeah, you know, absolutely. You can, it, it, it can it promotes a kind of like a visceral mm. sort of reaction, gut reaction from them, and it's completely and utterly understandable. Um, but it's the game. Yeah, always yeah. will be. Always was. Just a couple of other things on that. Um, in the wake of Hughes, the the stem guard uh, development for helmets uh, mm. has been fairly adopted in a fairly widespread mm. uh, manner. But Smith. Uh, isn't comfortable wearing them, which sort of goes back to some of his uh, idiosyncratic preferences <laughs> yes. for the, kind of the way he's around the crease. But he was hit pretty much where a stem yeah. would have mm. um, would have had been protecting him. Um, and I think he said he might have to look at, you know, whether that's something yeah. he adopts. I think Tra- was it Travis, Travis Head? head said, yeah, because he doesn't wear them normally. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess. I, I guess it's one of those things whereby d- does the game sort of um, protect itself. Um, uh, sort of from from I don't know potential legal action by by mm. making it compulsory for everybody to wear those things, or do you still leave it up to the to the batsman as a point of preference for for his comfort and his mobility? Um, Is there know. actually a, a you wouldn't have worn one? I guess no, 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 no. I'm I don't know whether it's actually a, a something about the mobility. Does it restrict in any way? Does it give the feeling <clears throat> that it might restrict? I'm not really no, sure. No. I think Cook had spoken uh, about this. Yeah, um, no, Cook, but his Cook's Cook thing was like about the visor. gap. Yeah, yeah, it was the gap in the visor. He All was, right, okay. Okay. You know, his his old he had a, a very sort of you know maybe the type of make that might have still been around when I when I was playing. No, probably mm. actually yes. I didn't quit till. Oh, yeah, I've gone past my 10-year anniversary, by the way, everyone. Hey! hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, still around. Still not going to come back. <laughs> well, I haven't retired yet uh, <laughs> from international cricket. Um, so, yeah, he he was bothered about the... He, the gap, he, he didn't the, want yeah. the gap to be any closer. He played with it all his life, got used to the idea that it was at a certain distance mm. and felt that it was impeding his view, which in turn he then felt would make it more likely that he got hit. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, but all of these things, you kind of get used to them in the end. You do. It's just yeah. you know you wear it for long enough, and suddenly you stop noticing it's there. So that's probably the same with the with the neck guard. With the same thing, yeah. Mm. Um, and and then the other mm. thing uh, is whether, and so I think this suggestion has been raised, but whether team doctors or whether there should be, as in some other sports like NFL, neutral sort of arbiters here, because 
the Dr. Richard Saw, who we saw a lot of on uh, that afternoon, mm. uh, is in an invidious position, isn't he? Whereby his, uh, he's potentially ruling out uh, someone that is our teammate, but you know his employers yeah, yeah, uh, are the same. Yeah. Um, and yet he's a medical professional who we expect to do, you know, everything by the book. Um, the is there a case of this being, you know, uh, th- there being neutral kind of no. uh, voices here to rule on this? Or is that just not feasible? No, I don't I think, think so. It's difficult to bring that in, I think. I, I, you know, a lot of teams don't go around with doctors. You know, there, there's been cases, I think, where <coughs> teams have had to use the op- uh, opposition team's doctor um, on concussion. Fact, probably there d- one? Dr. Richard saw, uh, uh, I think, earlier this year, Sri Lanka in Australia. That's right. Yeah, yeah, Pereira yeah. hit on the head. And his advice. I believe was that Kushal shouldn't bat. Shouldn't bat, yeah, but he did. Yeah, I think that's but right. He, and he and on, not yeah. that Shalanko were wary that they were being stitched up by the Aussie yeah. doctor, but yeah, yeah. they just took their own view. Well, of that it. You know, I, I guess on that, that's. I, I think it's to do with the fact that the protocols are new and people are still getting used to them. Well, I mean, um, you shouldn't be able to do that, should you? Yeah. Yeah. If, if the protocol is 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 absolute, then you should then you not should. be able to yeah. go because it's because basically all of what this does, um, just to be one hundred percent clear, is it takes it out of the hands of the player. Mm. The individual, generally speaking, will always want to go back out there and yeah. play yeah. and bat, particularly if you're on ninety and you want to get your name up. Yeah, yeah, you absolutely. know all of those things. You know, particularly if you <clears throat> if you're feeling all right. Yeah, and it's a crucial so, part of the match. So the whatever, point yeah. the point is is that the protocol it, once once a doctor has deemed that you've been concussed and you can't go, then it's it, that, that's the argument over. There is no yeah. more. There's no yeah. other. There's no other point of, mm. of, of of being able to come back from that and overturning that. And so if <clears throat> so if if so if a team decides, you know, Australia have obviously decided that you take the medical advice on offer and you and you do as they say. Probably because they get sued if anything happened to Steve Smith, <laughs> and, you know. Uh, yeah, uh, um, yeah, have been at the forefront of developing this. This, this is all well. their, this is their directive, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Of course it is, because yeah. of, because of what happened on their on their turf. So, um, yeah, um, and it's uh, just the thing is, it's, it is, it, it's just so, it's so, it's kind of beyond my comprehension, and I feel like I've kind of spoken about something that I don't know enough about. Mm. But I'm just mm. telling you how it was and how you, you know, yeah. and how yeah, yeah. Uh, no, nothing ever happened to anybody. Um, you know, uh, as a result of of not um, taking a week off or whatever mm. after being hit. yeah, yeah, yeah mm. it's, and it's gone that way for years. <laughs> Correct. So, so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's I mean, all we, I'm saying. We're still, I think, uh, as a society at large, learning more about the effects of hits to the head and all that no, sort of thing absolutely. down the line and 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 so well, on. i mean you can all um, see what's happened to me now something was definitely up <laughs> she should have stayed off after tino <laughs> you're, you're still convincing us here uh, week after week uh which um we of course uh smith's um concussion that led to the first substitution and uh, a man uh marnus marnus labuchane who um if not quite like for like for a guy who averages 63 in tests, so that's probably not, uh, probably not possible. But, um, he, he acquitted himself pretty well, having also been pranged in the, in the grill by Joffre Archer's second ball. I, I'm telling you, man, these, these guys, Australian players, they just have like these perfect narratives. Like, you know, he comes on as a history making sub, um, probably with his own place kind of under question, you know, whether he, his own worth kind of under question because he hasn't really lit mm, mm. the international cricket world yeah, up with, you know, a handle of tests in different positions in the order. He's, he's had some good catches, I think, close in, um, but he's been remembered for a couple of dozy runouts as well. Um, there was one in the UAE as well. He's not really, you know, lit anyone up. And then here he comes out facing, you know, the, the new bad boy of, of fast bowling and <laughs> he gets pinged by him as well. 
Um, but he comes out with like what, 59, was it ultimately, I think? Uh, yeah. Matt yep. saving innings, essentially. Yeah. Um, yeah, played really well. And it's just, it's, it's the story that writes itself. I, I do envy Australian journalists when they have such easy <laughs> stories to write. Pakistan never have uh, great never. stories. Pakistan to are the write. most boring team out there. There's no stories ever I've got to write about I mean, considering we had, what, two and a half, two and a half days out of five, there was just, you know, there was just story after story yeah, after story, it was, wasn't it? It must have been a brilliant, uh, brilliant test match to have been working on for you boys. But yes, it, thank you. <laughs> it, it was it was one of the good ones. Um, I mean, uh, there was it wasn't just Joffre v Australia as you've you've hinted at. Uh, ben Stokes was actually man of the match, and uh, oh, his yeah. his hundred. Forgotten about that. <laughs> what, I mean, on, the, on the final day, or spanning kind of the the fourth evening, um, his first in in two years. His first since the whole Bristol thing. Best batsman in that side. There you go. Hard to argue with that. I mean, yeah, technically, I mean, yeah, just just the way he's uh, been playing. About he's yeah. playing so well, and his, his yeah. sort of his thought processes and his Absolutely. kind of yeah. his application is just so good at the moment. Um, he's just throughout the World Cup, and now he's adapted mm. his game, and he has the game that he can adapt it to yeah. any situation that comes upon him. You know, I still remember watching that that innings against Sri Lanka, England lost, but the way he took off at the end, knowing that okay, this is the time to now go. Mm. He he was a couple of hits away from taking that home to what would have been an amazing, amazing last wicket win against Sri Lanka. That that innings was outstanding, and he's been doing that throughout the World Cup and now in the Ashes. You know that innings at Lords was outstanding. Serious yeah. maturity Seriously because they were England well were in serious trouble when when he came out. Right, England were I mean, serious. This is the, 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 and the Test match did that all the way through, didn't it? You're thinking, mm. okay, mm. so Australia may have dropped a bit of a rick. Um, bowling first on day one, <clears> knowing, <throat> seeing what we saw, and also seeing what we've seen through from Lords pitches yeah. all, yeah. all season. Um, is that it, they kind of become more more unpredictable, but there's also the the, the point of view where they're thinking, well, if we're going to lose a load of time, our best way of, of winning the test yeah, match is to, yeah, bowl, okay. is to bowl first, bat once, and, and knocking it over again. And all of those things were still possible yeah. come yeah. Saturday, weren't they? Uh, no, Friday. Was it Friday, Saturday? Uh, come Saturday, yeah. Come Saturday. Yeah, come Saturday. Yeah, so still, listen, still the first innings. Just uh, <laughs> Stokes's innings. In conjunction with Butler again, who's mm. kind of, you know, they bumped, they swapped him around in the order, which probably, which looks better, doesn't it? Him at five. Which I think Stokes said was partly due to his reduced workload because Joff Raj was bowling off the overs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, fair enough. But I think, you know, Ben, Ben could probably bat four or five anyway. Yeah, that's a fair three, shot. If he wasn't bat, you know, mm-hmm. but, but forget, but forget that for a Jack second. Jack Callis did it. Um, it was a, it was a really, really good innings. Really sensational. And, and, Particularly, I suppose, given uh, he looked like Nathan Lyons, you know, he's going to be Nathan Lyons' 356th. Yeah, yeah. We go, go past, above Dennis, it, yeah. That, that fourth evening when I think he would have been LBW on review if Australia had used it, he was dropped by Warner at slip. Well, with, with all the shuffling England have done with their order over, over the years, and, you know, you've written about this as well, <laughs> it's surely Stokes going higher up. I guess now Joffre allows them to do it, but, you know, Stokes going higher up. Is that... That's that's a viable option, isn't it? I mean, well, him, I, I think <clears throat> him staying at five is is a pretty good option. I think he could, yeah, he fair, could definitely fair. bat four. Yeah, I mean, I'm no. just wondering. Yeah, he could bat four, couldn't he? But what? But but to to the end. I mean, people again. People were talking about you bring in bring in Sam Curran and shuffle everybody up the order. I, I don't like that. I still think mm. that if, if Ben Stokes is going to bat five, he needs to be one of five or four. He needs to be one of six batsmen in that team. Yeah. There's no point yeah. in having a world class all rounder in your side if you're not going to play the play an extra batsman. Is there? What's yeah. the point? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. So, yeah, that's exactly you know, it. What happens above him? I mean, good lord. <laughs> Sorry, saving things up for later. Yeah. I don't know how many times I have Joe to say it on the show. Oh, there you go. I mean, yeah. it's just happening again, isn't it? 
So, if, so Royal presuming, being so presuming the, the, the presuming the the, the the personnel are the same, which I think they are, aren't I think they? they are. Yeah, yeah. For goodness' sake, them. just put Joe up there. Give Jason half a chance at number four, or even number five. If you want to move Ben up there? I don't care. I, I've given up caring now. Um, <laughs> just just do something sensible. Stop stop being stupid about this whole thing. <laughs> just um, move route up to open, are you? Or? No, 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 no. no Joe, Joe, Joe Denley, oh, sorry, because, sorry, sorry. Because, you know, yeah, this is easily, easily ignored. Easily yeah. ignored. Whilst, you know, Ben's plates are brilliantly down there. The other left-hander in that top uh, in that top uh, six, um, Rory Burns, for me, yes, he made the 100 in the, the test match mm. at Edgerston, but for me, in both innings in that, in that test match, he looked bloody good until he was nicked off by a couple of good deliveries you know yeah just yeah. looks to be you know the movements are slightly less are slightly less jerky he's kind of in behind the ball yeah, his he judgment, good in the first judgment of what yeah, to leave and absolutely. what not to leave, very very good and he got two snorters so i mean br- great great he played bloody well in yeah. both of those knocks he, yeah. it was um, miller said uh, uh, i think after the that first thing he was the only man batting in position right yeah <laughs> well there you yeah. go and he took you know took a couple of really good catches at third slip mm-hmm. and he's becoming he's just starting to the fact that people are not talking about him at all means you're yeah, kind of happy yeah you know he's he's doing a good job so <laughs> joe denny's kind of he's, he's right he's standing on the trap door now right um so he go up get him to open get him to make if he makes a couple of scores brilliant absolutely awesome he can stay on the side for as long as he's doing that chiseling them out just give the give the other guys a bit of a chance yeah, particularly yeah. Jason I mean the, fir- the first innings dismissal was was just a classic I'm not an opening batsman dismissal yeah, kind of the ball moved it was a good good delivery full full pelt it's it it's, it's moved right? jabbing out but, it, but somebody it? who has trained himself as an opener because yeah, it's a specialist yeah. position would have would have held the line or would have pulled his mm. hands on the inside instead yeah. of flinching at it <clears throat> and that's just that's just a lack of a lack of training it's a lack with, of job with, training They've yeah. got, you know, they've put you in front of the, the photocopying machine without yeah. telling you how it works <laughs> and expecting you to get reams of the stuff out in no time at all. Yeah. Never happens, never works. You know, it's just, come on, Instead do something about it. Spilled coffee straight into it. Yeah. Not well, actually, or a picture of your... No, no, yeah. To be fair, I think Denley looked good in that second thing, didn't he? Um, yeah. Second But is... Yeah, him and Burns, uh, him and Burns staved a, off the but first. And he looked okay. Is, but is Joe Denley I mean, the man you want walking to the crease? No, I don't Which you said before, yeah. Yeah. You know, he's best player in the side. <laughs> Number so you four. want him walking in at zero for zero? <laughs> yes. That's what he does. It's his job. <laughs> <We're>, this, <laughs> this might he's the be, guy this, in, in front of the photocopy machine, isn't he? He, he is the guy there. He knows what to do Give in front him the photocopy, of the photocopy machine. machine. <laughs> he's done it before. He's done plenty of photocopying in county cricket. <laughs> Give him a chance. Um, I mean, you know, the, the, one of the good things about this test was that Australia, if they perhaps held their chances or used the IRS, they they might have won. It did it mm. did swing back and forth. Um, but going to Headingley next, a ground where Australia have actually won four out of their last five tests against England. We all know the one they didn't win. <coughs> <coughs> Remind me, I don't you, know you playing which that one. No, <laughs> um, for your time. <laughs> but is momentum here? It's it's one of those oh. dirty words, but. <laughs> Do England have it after a, a, a drawn a draw at Lords and, and the Joffre effect and, and Smith being out particularly? Well, that's it. You've just summed it up. Joffre in huge, huge plus for England. Enormous, huge <laughs> shifting mm. of tectonic plates. Yes. Um, in terms of England's uh, in terms of England's hopes, and uh, no Smith is just is just as is just as huge. It's just no. as earthquake inducing for Australia. So yeah, huge. Um, however. Both teams have still got the same the same issues, top order worries, 
Yeah. Australia now will be thinking again, do we shuffle the pack once more with the bowlers? Does Patterson come back in? Do they think we need us we need Stark to kind of counter Who to does counter, he come in for? counter Archer? Who do any of them come in? I don't in know. For? I mean Peter Siddle perhaps two test matches on the bounce, they might think that the turnaround for this one's a bit a bit quick for him. The banana no, no, eating he's not the youngest, uh, and he's but not, he's a vegan, so he's more superhuman it, than it, the it rest of us. It removes, it removes yeah. years from you. Yeah, of course, it does. Um, so, <laughs> so you know, there there are issues there, and it. I mean, it's just set up brilliantly, isn't it, for the for the rest of it? I think there was a slight danger after us losing at Edgbaston that um, that the, the public might have just gone. Well, you know what? We won the World Cup. Let's just not worry about the Ashes. Yeah, that, yeah. Not going to happen now. Not Pe- now. People will be watching, um, and. <laughs> And not just because it's the World Test Championship. Also. It's <laughs> nah, no. Well, you know who's leading that table, right? It is Sri Lanka, it's isn't it? Yeah, yeah. How many points did they get for the draw? How many points did England get for uh, the draw? I think it was 13 Or Australia, point. sorry. 13, yeah. Three or something? So they're now on right? about 40, 30, 35 points. I thought points it was 24. Maybe, maybe was it 24? 12. 12. Um, 24 yeah. and 12, so it's 36 yeah. points. Whereas Sri Lanka now are outright leaders with 60 points. So they're top of the table, folks. Keep an eye on that league table. It's going to change very quickly. <laughs> Well, see, neither team winning this next test match at Headingley will get them anywhere near 60 points, will they? <laughs> no, 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 no. No. no it's, uh, right, there we go. Okay. And New Zealand we, have a chance to go top of the table as well if they win. Remember that. Keep that in mind, Joint folks. top of the table. Joint top of the table with Sri Lanka if they win the next Unless test. Unless someone gets an overrate penalty. Yes. We're talking about it. That's the main thing. Um, okay, I think that's a, that's a long enough spell for today. Uh, we've reached Archer-like levels. Um, <coughs> Lords was a work of Archer. And Ingle will be hoping for something else to hang in the gallery at Leeds. Uh, either way, we'll be back to uh, frame it all next week. My thanks to Butch and Oz and to you for tuning in to the Switch It podcast on the ESPN Quick Info.com. Mm-hmm.